Okay, I'm Thora, grateful compulsive overeater, and thank you, Becky, for asking me to speak. Um, I'm going to put my picture up, if you guys can see it. That's how I was when I at my top weight, and you know, I thought I was okay because I never looked at the mirror from my neck down, but I was a functioning overeater. Um, and that, uh, that was really, that was a saving grace. I can honestly say that. Um, I believe I was born a compulsive reader. My disease did not have a chance. My dad owned a bakery <clears throat> and my mom was 42 when she had me and my dad was 49. And my mother was very smothering, I think because they were like grandparents, they were older. So they used to, she used to always take me down to the bakery and the icer just loved giving me, you know, all those gooey stuff. So anyway, I was ridiculed in school. I was always called, you know, fat so and blah, blah, blah. And I never fit in. Um, my mom was my binge buddy. She was my binge buddy. We always went out. And then when I became a, a teenager, she decided we need to go to a diet doctor. So we went to a diet doctor. I was like, no, I wasn't even a teen. I guess I was 12. And it was interesting because we would go there, get the diet pills, um, and then go to Chewy's, have a nice lunch, and then get a hot fudge sundae. I always had mixed messages from my mom, always. Um, and unfortunately she passed away from this disease. She had seven massive heart attacks in the heart specialists. And, uh, the doctor put her on three meals a day, nothing in between, no sugar, no flour. Sound familiar? I took a picture of her. I got a cake from the Slender Sweet Shop for her birthday years after her heart attacks. And I got the picture developed and she said, who's that? I said, that's you. She goes, you're not, I'm not that skinny. And I can relate because for me, when I started losing the weight, it's like one time I was at the mall and I looked in the mirror and I'm like, who in the Samuel is that? My, my head and my thinking had not caught up with my body that it was skinnier. So I tried everything, you name it, Weight Watchers. Uh, the only thing I didn't try was the, pregnant woman's urine, Ugh. but I tried everything else and it just didn't work. Um, I got married when I was 18, had two kids. That's the only thing that good came out of that marriage. My self-esteem, I thought I had self-esteem. I really never thought about it. Never thought I had a disease, not a clue. And um, that ended six years later which was a saving grace. God did for me what I couldn't do for myself. Um, and then uh, I got married a second time and he asked me to marry him at that weight. And I should have known then, but you know, heaven forbid, because I had two kids. I always say, said that we came as a package deal and he was very good with the children. Uh, they were two and four. So anyway, um, Getting ready to get remarried, I thought, you know, I don't want to get married at this weight. 
So my best friend at that time, um, she said, well, I know someone at my work that lost a hundred pounds and she went to OA. And I thought, oh, so she went with me to a Tuesday meeting in um, uh, Alhambra. And that's where I met Cindy. So we've known each other for many, 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 many years. And several other people, unfortunately, the other people have left. Um, and I started getting abstinent. Um, didn't work a program, didn't get a sponsor, but I heard my story. The sticky steering wheel, it was a speaker, the sticky steering wheel, wrappers underneath uh, the seat. I thought, oh my gosh, has she been in my car? Has she been following me? You know, I was the best sneak eater in town, I thought, so I got here. I forgot one thing, I'm gonna back up. When uh, my father would come home, he always brought three, uh, something from the bakery. So I'd always greet him. He'd put him on the counter and I would sneak around the back bedroom into the kitchen and eat one. Then I'd go back out. Then I come back in and go eat the second one. There were times when I'd eat all three. My parents never said anything about my weight, never degraded me, nothing. Um, I don't know if I was, but I've heard from other people that I've sponsored that was maybe a good thing. But uh, back on finding OA, um, got married, things were good. And he said, you don't need that program. Just stay here with me. Well, I kept watching the TV and I thought, I don't even like what you're watching. I'm thinking of this, but see, that's why a long time ago when they were gonna take that out about uh, keep coming back. If those words had not been said, when I went to meetings, I would not have come back because that started going in my head, keep coming back, keep coming back. I feel that is so important to say. And that's why I went back. He wasn't happy, he wanted me to stay sick. So anyway, I started the journey. I've yoed, I've yo-yoed. Um, and life has just been a, a journey. Um, I was very active when I was my top weight. I worked full time at a school, uh, took care of the kids, had a husband. I was just very active and the doctor couldn't understand because of the way I ate and the size I was, why I didn't have high cholesterol, high blood pressure, and I didn't, to the grace of God. What I'm doing now is I am, uh, I have a sponsor. I talk to her every day. I commit my food. I tell her at the end of the day, because to me, I try doing it in the morning and it doesn't work. Because I change it, then if I don't, then I got to talk to her and blah, blah, blah. So I tell her later on. Also, I use that Fitbit. I know what I should and shouldn't eat. Um, and I stay under 1,200 calories. Lately, I've been around 800. So, gee, lo and behold, the weight's been coming off. Yay! Because I was at a plateau for a while. Um, I love my life. I'll tell you, that's one thing that the only thing that I have done well in over 40 years is that I kept coming back no matter what. 
That is the most important thing and the only thing that I've ever done right. I need you guys. I've worked the steps several times. I'm now getting ready to work it for the third time with my sponsor. Um, it's interesting how I see myself, how I've changed. I love it. Food to me used to be, when I came to the program, the, they said, oh, three meals a day. And I thought, oh, hey, I got this. This is a cinch. All I have is one meal a day from the time I woke up to the time I went to bed. Lo and behold, I found out, no, that's not what they were talking about. They meant three meals a day. And I do do the snacks. I have like fruit. Um, I now know how to feel feelings where I don't have to go towards the food. Um, I've also been in Al-Anon for 38 years. For me, I need both programs. That program helps me how to have relationships. Um, you know, that's one thing that, you know, unfortunately my ex-husband, he never, we divorced. I had to remove him from the house. Uh, he got him, he started drinking more and I caught him doing cocaine. And having two kids, by this time we had a child together. So here I had two teenagers and a baby and I work at a school. I'm in recovery and I just couldn't do it. So I had to remove him from the house. And unfortunately he never got recovery. He passed away over a year and a half ago. And, um, you know, I, I look back on, I used to call things coincidence. Now being in recovery all these years, they were God shots. There were so many times that God did for me what I could not do for myself. Uh, he knows what I need before I need it. He's a loving God. I, I feel very blessed. I was not brought up. I've had a, a lot of people that I've sponsored in the past that said they were recovering Catholics. Um, I'm, I feel very blessed that I was brought up as a Baptist, which there was no rules or anything, uh, which was good because uh, it helped me to find someone, helped me to find my higher power, which was uh, a loving God. I remember... I, and I know I'm skipping around. I remember going to Sunday school with my parents. And there, in, the, in that song, Jesus Loves Me, This I Know, that's the only time I ever heard anybody telling me that they love me until I got to these rooms. Um, my parents, they didn't know. They, my dad was uh, he was the youngest of all seven kids. And um, they didn't know how to tell each other they loved each other. They were married 50 years. So to me, what I do today, I do not have the food in my house that I know I don't want to eat. I have choices today. I can eat it or not. But I choose not to. I don't eat sugar. I don't eat white flour. To me, that sets up a craving. I remember when I was getting off of it. Oh, my gosh. I had such a headache. 
I had to drink a lot of water to make sure that I really got, I did not want to go back and I do not want to go back on that. Um, I, I feel like I'm happy, joyous and free. I have wonderful people in my life. It's amazing when I started recovery, how people who were into all their addictions started leaving. And now I have healthy people in my life. I have a special friend in my life who, you know, uh, it's amazing how God put, does put people in your lives. Friendship is so important for me. Um, I now exercise. Hopefully the YMCA is going to open up. Exercise was not in my vocabulary before recovery. Oh, yeah, I kept moving, but I didn't uh, exercise to the extent of uh, maybe a half an hour of walking. You know, I walk as much as I can. I do have some boo-boos. I have a, a back problem, and uh, once in a while it flares up. But, you know, the one thing that I've learned in this program is self-care. Self-care is so important. Was that five minutes? Or shit. She's, uh, hold on. She's six, six and a half minutes. You have six minutes. Okay. Uh, self-care is so important to me. This program is about health. If I don't have my health, I have nothing. And it's me that's putting the food in my mouth. I have to ask, I have to call people. If I don't want to feel the feelings, I have to call them. Um, when I first started recovery, I used to laugh a lot when I was heavy like that, all the time. Laugh, 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 laugh. Go to Tim and Thora's house. Party, 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 party. Then when I started recovery, I didn't think I'd ever laugh again, ever. It was so hard because I was really feeling the feelings. I was brought up as a very lonely child, um, couldn't have friends. And that's why for me, it's so important to have friends, to be a friend and uh, to love with an open hand. I've learned to allow people the dignity to do what they need to do for themselves. The only thing I can do is pray. That's all I can do. I can't change anybody. I have several of my grandchildren who I have a seat for them waiting whenever they want to come. And um, I have my oldest granddaughter. She's got a, uh, she's starting with issues from her weight. And, you know, there's nothing I can do but pray for her. Be an attraction. That's the one thing. When we go out for lunch, she sees how I order. And so we went out a couple of weeks ago and it's interesting how that's exactly what she did. She asked for, she didn't want the bread. She asked for no cheese on it. And, um, you know, I got to stick with the winners. That is so important for me because when I'm around other people who are not working a program, I, my head says, it's all in the head. It's all in my thinking right here, right between the ears. My thinking has been affected by this disease of compulsive overeating, thinking that I'm okay, 
yeah, maybe I was okay. But I know for me, if I had not found this program, I would not be alive talking to you guys right now. There's no way. And I know it. So I feel that was another God shot. So for me, what I do, a lot of times I think back on my past and I'm like, wow, my higher power that I choose to call God really was there. Life is good today because of you guys. I need you guys. I will always need you guys. But I have to work it. If I don't work it, if I don't feel the feelings, it's not going to work. God loves me enough. He'll even let me destroy myself. That is called unconditional love. And I know for myself that I have to love myself enough to be able to say no to people. Um, I remember when I went to Denmark. Oh, that was a challenge. They love their sweets. My father was raised in Denmark. And I just say, no, no, thank you. God help me, because I was there in Denmark for two and a half weeks, staying with family. And I'll tell you, but I made it. I made it. Because I took you guys with me. Wherever I go, if I'm going into a hard circumstances, God, I'm like, okay. If anybody sees me, they probably think I'm nuts. Well, I am nuts. At least I know I'm nuts now, coming into recovery. Um, that God walks in with me right beside me, whatever anything I'm going through. And the beautiful, beautiful thing that I have discovered in this program is I don't ever, ever, ever have to be alone again. I was so lonely as a child, and that's why I went towards the food. And that's exactly what a psychiatrist told me many, many, many years ago. If I hadn't had the food, I probably wouldn't have made it. So life is good today. I love all you guys. I'm not going to go anywhere. I've come in many a times with a cane or whatever it takes. And I'm so grateful for Zoom. Oh, my gosh, I can't say that enough. Uh, my younger son is now dealing with having COVID, even though he had the three shots. Two people at his work had it. And he's having to isolate. And I talked to him yesterday. And uh, all he has is like a stuffy nose. And on the plus side, this time last year, people were dying from this. People are not dying now from this. As long as they got the shots, they get sick, but they're not dying. <clears throat> and that's the one thing that I do is I try to look at the positive of things. Because I remember going into this counselor one time and he'd say, how are you? And I go, I'm fine. He said, do you have the book Eeyore? And I go, yeah. And he goes, I want you to go home and read that. He goes, because you always say, I'm fine. And I'm like, and he was right. <clears throat> so just for today, I look at the positive. There's always something positive out of something negative. And sometimes I have to dig pretty deep. But the main thing is, for <clears throat> me, keep coming back. Don't eat over things. Stay close to my higher powers I choose to call God. And just know that I am okay. I'm lovable, I'm capable, I'm beautiful. And it's because of God and you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And I love you guys.